Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Um, Today's episode is actually going to be really special and close to me just because it's a a topic that I'm not going to say I'm an expert at, but I have like years and years of like building this habit and truly incorporating it into my life more than any other habit that I've established in my life. I feel like as of recently, and by recent, I mean like in the past year, I've included a lot of habits into my life, such as like eating consistently in the morning and working out consistently, writing things down, um, just incorporating, like reading, incorporating all these good habits that it's good to have if you wanna be successful. But journaling is something that I've been doing for many years and by many years i mean like four to five and it's really 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 helped me with my anxiety with my mental health it changed my life and i would honestly say has improved so much my mental health because of journaling because of documenting my feelings and all of that so I want to start off by telling you guys how I started out with journaling. So whether it's you starting out by just listening to this episode or starting out by grabbing a piece of paper and jotting something down after you listen to this episode, it doesn't matter to what extent you do it. What matters is that you start doing it and that you have the right and solid intention when you do start. So I started in high school uh, because I had a therapist at the time. Um, I had a therapist because I would have frequent panic attacks. So pretty much after most school days, like I wouldn't say every day, but about like once or twice a week after school on my way on my commute home, I would get really bad panic attacks at the same times pretty much let's say the end of the school day, it's what, like 2 to 3 p.m. Panic attack. Um, So much anxiety that like I cannot physically handle it inside my body that I have to get it out in the form of like a panic attack. So I'm walking home and like I'm breaking down, I'm crying in the side of the street, like waiting for the bus, I'm crying and in this panic mode. And part of the reason for that also, and I'd like to mention this because I think it's really important, especially if you would like to start journaling yourself, is that time has memory. So let's say on Tuesdays and Thursdays, not that I planned my panic attacks, but just for the example of this, Tuesdays and Thursdays at around 2 to 3 p.m., I'm walking home and I get a massive panic attack before I even get home. I don't know why I have these panic attacks because I, I'm really not scared to go home. There's no reason in my mind as to why I should be having these panic attacks. But time has memory, right? So, and time and location. So I told my therapist, I'm like, whenever I take this particular bus at this particular time, for whatever reason, I get a panic attack and I get really nervous and I start to break down. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because something happened to me at that location. So at that location, at that time, I have these panic attacks. 
And that's because time and location have memory. So if you want to start journaling, I would recommend at the same time every day, you just start. Doesn't matter if you do one page a day, half a page, three fucking sentences. It does not matter. What matters is that you start at the same time every single day. So if you experience something at the same time every day, it will most likely be repeated. That was true for me and panic attacks. Um, that, Like I said, time has memory. And it's the same thing with habits as well. So when it comes to habits, if let's say every morning I meditate for 10, 15 minutes, my body will become accustomed to meditating at that time. And oh, over the years, it'll be just become automatic. For example, for the past few months, I journal either in the morning or at night just to clear my head. And journaling has really helped me with clearing my head. So doing it at those times and not at other random times has really helped me establish it in my daily life. But at the beginning, it didn't start that way. My therapist knew that I really did not want to start journaling because I told her when I was in high school, I was pretty busy when I was in high school. I felt like I rarely had time for anything. I was really focused on school and getting my grades up and I did not have time for my mental health. And I wouldn't tell it to you like that. Back then I would say something along the lines of, you know, I want to help myself and I want to fix my mental health and I hate living with anxiety. However, I don't have time because she wanted me to journal for like 20 minutes every day. And I was like, girl, I do not have 20 minutes to spare. I am so busy with homework and this and that. I was really stubborn about starting a journal because I didn't really think that it would help me. And I didn't really see the benefits of it at the time because I had never done it before. It was like kind of dumb to me, to be honest. Like I didn't think it would work. So what she recommended, and this is the good part about having a therapist there with you, is that a lot of times if they're a good therapist, they will hold you accountable to certain habits and certain like, quote, homework that they give you. Like she would give me homework. So she would Journaling was one of the first assignments that she gave me. And specifically, she would say, you don't have to set apart 20 minutes of your day to journal. You can start by simply journaling for one minute, you know, in between classes. So let's say you have six classes. Let's say you're in high school. Let's say you have six classes a day, right? That's six periods. She's like, at the start of every class, write for one to two minutes. Boom, there you go, six minutes. So now at the end of the day, let's say you write for one minute at the start of every class period. You just knocked out six minutes of your time. Now you got 14 minutes left. So now at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I only have to journal for 14 minutes now instead of 20. Let's say you journal for two minutes in between classes. Then you got, shit, you got... I forgot how to multiply for like a fucking second. Anyway, you then you have 
eight minutes left at the end of the day. So now it's a lot more doable. Do you see how breaking it down makes it a lot easier instead of being like, you need a journal for 30 minutes every single day. You know, if you're starting out, that's most likely not attainable. Now, present moment, I am somebody that can journal for like 30 to an hour every single day um, in one sitting, right? So I'll be sitting down in my desk in my apartment and I want to journal. I just feel like getting everything out, boom, 30 to an hour every day really, really, really helps me. And I'll talk more about how it helps you down the line. I really just want to make sure that you guys are getting started, even if you're just taking small incremental steps towards this. And journaling is something that you don't have to make it a habit in order for for it to help you. And that's the good part about this. Because I know that like with other things, like let's say you're trying to work out every day. I have an episode on how to work out every day. It's actually a pretty recent one. I'll link it down below, or you could just scroll down on my podcast to listen to that one. But if you're somebody that wants to work out every day, that's more on building the habit, building the mindset to start working out every day instead of, you know, on the other hand, journaling is something that you do and the benefits are instant, right? Versus working out. You're working out two, three, four months straight every day, but you probably won't see too many results. You know, that's why when it comes to working out, you really just got to fall in love with the process of it and make it enjoyable and not really do it so much for the aesthetic. But journaling is different and it's, I'm not saying it's more beneficial than working out. Both things have their benefits. It's just that with journaling, the results will be very instant as opposed to something that you try aiming for long term, such as working out. And I don't mean to like compare the two and say this is more beneficial than this because they're both equally have drastically changed my life and improved my life. But just making that small comparison there. So the next question is, now let's say you're writing for, you know, five minutes before you go into work, five minutes during your break, five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. Now you break it up to five minute increments. Now it's a lot more doable than saying, I'm going to journal for 20 minutes every day. But that's something that I challenge you guys to do is make that your new challenge. You know, journal every day. For 20 minutes. Watch how it drastically changes your life. Let me get into more of those benefits right now. So the next question is, so what do I even write about? And I'm going to go back to the story of my panic attacks because this is the foundation of how I got started. I know some people, a lot of people now have anxiety and that's just like the world that we live in. And I'm really happy that there's a lot of methods that are being shared with people on how to help that anxiety, how to make it, how to make living with anxiety a little bit more bearable. Um, So like I said, I was somebody at the time in high school with really high anxiety. I would have panic attacks like very frequently to the point where my therapist was like, 
if you don't start improving this, if you don't start writing, this can develop into a panic disorder. And that is not something that I wanted because panic attacks, if you've experienced them, they are very scary. It feels like, you know, your life is over, like you're dying, borderline. So what do you write about when you're writing? I'll give you a few ideas. So at the very beginning, she recommended that I simply write every little thing that I am feeling throughout the day. So as I mentioned before, I was in high school and she would have me write at the beginning of some classes or at the end of the day. So during classes, let's say in first period, let's say some bitch named, and I actually, hypothet- let's make this hypothetical because I don't want to get, you know, sued or harassed down the line. But let's say this girl, fake name, her name's Emily because Emily's a basic name, right? Let's say in first period, Emily really pisses me off because for whatever reason, she pissed me off. Come second period, I'm going to open my journal and I'm going to write down, so it was first thing in the morning and blah, blah, blah. Emily annoyed me. She pissed me off, this and that, because of this. And she said, my therapist would tell me, One of the reasons why you get panic attacks is because you're bottling up your emotions. I'm going to repeat that because that is very fucking important. And I think that's something that can really change the way that you view your anxiety. The reason why you're getting panic attacks, Jessica, is because you are not feeling your emotions. You're not processing them. You're suppressing your emotions, you're shoving them away, you're ignoring them. So at the end of the day, when you're on your way home and you're free to think and overthink, right? When you're by yourself and you're overthinking, all of these feelings that you experience throughout the day are getting drudged back up and just exploding on your commute home. And that's what's happening to you. And once she explained that to me, it made so much fucking sense. So I'm just really, I want that to sink in for everyone listening, because I think that this can help a lot of people. And I think it also highlights the importance of really feeling through your emotions And for me personally, writing about them has really helped me out. So let's say I was angry that morning because this girl, hypothetical girl named Emily, pissed me off. Once I write about it, typically I am done, right? If Emily pissed me off in the morning, I'm going to write about it and be done with it. That's how I am now. I... Just dump what I'm feeling onto a piece of paper. Let's say it is 10 a.m. and my boyfriend annoyed me. My neighbor is crazy and they also annoyed me. I'm going to write all of that shit down because I don't want to carry that into the next few hours of the day. And journaling, 
frequently throughout the day, especially one or two minute increments, is going to help you release all those negative emotions and experiences that you just had. You don't want to keep that anger, that sadness, that hopelessness in your body throughout the day. You want to release that. Whether that's by working out, whether that's by meditating, journaling, I don't care. You just want to cleanse your body of any negative shit that's poisoning your mind. And I know I bring in this hypothetical, petty little situation about this Emily girl that pissed me off in first period, but the the real takeaway here is even as a high schooler, as a teenager, it's like you you're already moody to begin with. Teenagers are, they go through a lot of shit and a lot of anxiety and overthinking. And a good way for them to cope with that is to release their feelings on a piece of paper. And it sounds, it might sound dumb to some people, you know, but especially after that preface I offered earlier about how I I did it because I was bottling up my emotions and that would lead to a panic attack. You know, when you see it that way, it becomes less stupid and it becomes more something that, you know what? Yeah. This is a good habit habit that I want to incorporate in my life. This is something that I am going to allow help me. And even if it even if it's not something you like doing, still try it out. Because if you're struggling with anxiety or you overthink a lot, Writing things down and just seeing, trying different methods that work for you can be helpful. And at the end of the day, it's like, if you didn't like it, if it didn't help you, at least you tried. When I first started journaling, I would use words such as, I feel sad. I feel happy. I feel annoyed. I'm pissed off because X, Y, Z. But now that I'm in a more advanced place with journaling, and like I said, and the way that I speak on journaling is I try to make it so that it works for everyone, no matter what level you're at. If you're a beginner or if you've been doing it for a while, but you want to improve a little bit on journaling, um, this is something that I feel like has helped me really elevate and get to the next level with my journaling uh, journey. So something that I used to do, like I mentioned earlier, a few seconds ago, I would say I'm sad, I'm annoyed, I'm pissed off. And as you guys know, those are very basic words. You know, we, if you hear a child screaming outside, that's literally one of my neighbors. And I'm probably going to journal about this in a second because it's slightly annoying me. But anyway... Instead, what I do now is I'm trying to incorporate more advanced words into my vocabulary. So it's like, and now I try to journal more about being grateful and being happy and really allowing myself to feel happy and grateful. And I'm, let's say, this is something I started recently. I'll say things like, I'm aglow with joy. I'm excited about this. I'm looking forward to this thing. Um... I, I feel elevated and joyous using different words to describe how you're feeling. What I like to do is I'll go on Google and I'll pull up like lists. It, let's say I'm angry. 
I'll pull up a list of words that are synonyms for being angry. And instead of using the word angry over and over and over and over again, I'm gonna use different vocabulary because that kind of forces my mind to think differently about how I'm gonna say something. And the more you think about uh, what you're trying to say, the more you're kind of recognizing how you're feeling. And that's really what matters is going inward and really seeing your emotions for what they are. And I feel like when we use basic words such as I feel sad, I feel mad, whatever, you know, it doesn't let you go as in depth, but really pulling up that thesaurus, pulling up that vocabulary where, you know, the words you're trying to use, they're still there, but it just requires you to take the extra step and think a little bit more about what you're trying to say as opposed to using those very basic words. But if you are new to journaling, don't think about it that much. Don't be as hard on yourself. This is just for people who have started journaling for a while, have been doing it a little bit. But when you're first starting out, stream of consciousness, let us know what you're feeling. If you're feeling sad, happy even, grateful. Gratitude is a whole, uh, not an entirely different thing, but it's definitely something that we need to build a routine and incorporate into our everyday lives. So like I said, get very detailed with the words that you're using in your journals. And I'm assuming that you already have a journal, okay? That's your first step today. Get a journal for yourself and start writing. I actually, my boyfriend surprised me because I'm turning 21 next week in a few days. So my boyfriend surprised me with his trip to Universal Studios because he knows I love Harry Potter. And one of the reasons why I love going to Hogwarts at Universal is because they always have like this Tom Riddle journal. And that was one of my first journals um, was the Tom Riddle journal. It's black. It's leather. It's got this really cool skull on it. I love it. And I recently got another one. So I did like a full 360 with journaling because I have it right here in my hands. And it was one of my first journals I've ever written in. And now we're like 10, I think, I think I'm at like 15 journals in now and 15 books. I like to call them because I really do believe that down the line, I'm going to combine all these journals and just make my autobiography so that it's much easier to write in a few years. And now I, I don't only journal about my emotions. I journal about my experiences and I go more in depth on these things as opposed to simply starting where I was a few years ago. This is a little bit more on the advanced side of journaling. And I really hope that everyone can get to that point. Um, there's also a fun fact is that a lot of the most prominent and important people in history documented their life in the same way. You know, they had journals, they had diaries that they wrote in consistently every single day. So if you want to be successful, journaling is something that you must add into your life. You know, even if it's through the computer or whatnot, add journaling into your life. Now I'm in a place where if I'm thinking, this has happened to me recently where it's like, some situation in my life will piss me off. 
or let's just say it's a situation that I'm not happy with. Let's say I had an interaction or I have a certain friend or person in my life that is doing something that I am not okay with. And I find that throughout the day, I'll think about it. You know, I'll be like, man, I just can't believe this person is so like bitter and hateful towards me when like, I'm not that way with them. Like it's so unfair, blah, blah, blah. This is actually a a realer example of what's been happening to me recently. And this person in particular, I, I just feel like I'm someone that I want the best for everyone, not only in my life, but everyone in the fucking world. I want the best for them. If they tell me, hey, I want to be a singer, I want to be a guitarist, I want to be a model, whatever it is, like, I will encourage you to go after your dream. I will give you as many tips as I can think of so that you can get to where you need to go. And I'll hype you up till the ends of the fucking earth. And I will believe in you more than your fucking mom. And I encourage people to take steps towards what they want to do. Let's say you want to move to fucking Italy. You want to abandon everyone in your hometown and you just want to move to Italy. And I, I will literally be that one person that's like, if that's your heart's deepest desire, go. Go do that thing. You know, even if it's just for a month, for a year, however long, you put yourself first and do what you have to do for yourself. I will always encourage that. So when people don't really return that energy, or if I make a step towards making my own life better and doing good for myself, when they don't return that energy, I feel very like sad and I get all these emotions because I'm not that way with other people. So yeah, it's, it's just like a me thing, but I've realized recently that, you know, even when you decide to go after what you want, not everyone's going to be happy for you. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 21 next week. It's something it's still, I'm still learning uh, different things and my life is really just starting out. So when I experience things like that, it's very disheartening for me because I always try to see the best in people. And when people kind of do me like that, when they kind of do me dirty, it's just so disheartening for me. And this is something that I've been journaling about for the past few days, just because I feel the need that I need to clear that shit out of my system. And I really just got to move forward knowing that I'm making the right moves for myself, the right decisions. And I'm going to block out all the haters, all the like negative shit in my life. And one of the ways I'm doing that is by staying in my own lane and journaling. I was deciding which podcast episode to record. It was in between one called stay in your fucking lane and another one on journaling but i was talking to my boyfriend about this this morning and he asked me he's like have you journaled in your new journal yet and i was like no but i don't know why the instant you said that i got this idea to record a podcast so i'm gonna go record that podcast and i will text you when i'm done 
babe. <laughs> so you all can thank my boyfriend for this episode today because he really sparked that in me. Shout out to my boyfriend. I don't know if he'll he'll ever listen to this, but shout out to him. I actually manifested my boyfriend too. If you guys are interested in that episode, scroll all the way down to when I first started season one because I talk about how I step by step how I manifested my boyfriend in that episode. So y'all hear that? It's like a mess outside. Anyway. I just wanted to end this episode by saying, number one, follow me on Instagram. And number two, I'm going to just give you the final reasons why you should journal. Final reason is that it helps me clear my head. And it helps a lot of people clear their head, especially in the morning. When you start off the morning... You really just want to have a clear mind so that you can go after what you want. You can have a good day at work. You know, you don't want to carry shit over from the day before. And when it comes to journaling at night, you want to wake up the next morning without, you know, having those negative feelings from the night before. And I feel like journaling right before bed is extremely important because it's like you wake up with the mood that you were in the night before. So let's say you journaled the night before about something that made you extremely happy, something that you were grateful for. Let's say you do that. Your head will be clear. You'll be in a good mood before you go to sleep. And that's going to translate over to the morning where you're going to keep that same positive, grateful mood to carry you into the rest of your day the next day. And if you want to have... Especially, this is so important if you're like, if you work at a job and you want to have a good day at work. Because why the fuck would you, wouldn't you want to have a good day at work? Or if you own a business, help you clear your head of all that negative stuff and just go for your business, right? So I feel like it really clears my head and helps me with my anxiety and overthinking throughout the years. I've gotten a lot better at identifying my emotions and really sitting with them. And I feel like writing them down really helps me process through my emotions so that they don't bundle up, if that makes sense. Like my emotions don't get to the point where like I have all these negative feelings that I need to have a panic attack. And that, and I've honestly, you guys, I haven't had a panic attack in years or in months. I would say months is a more, you know, better thing to say. I haven't had a panic attack in months. If I do have a panic attack, um, it's very rare now. And I'm really proud of myself to say that, like, it's not something that it's not a rabbit hole that I fell down through. And I really just want to make this episode to help anyone that's struggling with anxiety and needs You know, not only someone to guide them in the right direction, but help them with any (coughs) finding newer methods of helping them cope with that. Anyways, I feel like I've spoken enough when it comes to journaling. Uh, 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As I said, follow me on Instagram. I'm going to link it down below. And thank you guys so much. My next episode will probably be regarding people needing to stay in their lane. So look out for that. I also uploaded a podcast episode a few days ago called Going to the Movies by Yourself and Why I Think It's So Therapeutic and Good for You. It was kind of my way of taking myself out on a date. And um, I think it's a cool experience. Try it out for yourself. Go get a journal. Write down one page today. That's your that's your goal. That's your assignment. My therapist gave me an assignment a few years ago that changed my life. And this is the assignment that I'm giving you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and have a good one.